Hey guys, Damian Leone here, writer, director of Terrifier and Terrifier 2. And this is David Howard Thornton, Art the Clown himself. And you're listening to Nightmare Junkhead. Kill you soon! <laughs> of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that would never ever dance on the grave of disco Mm-mm. my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode we're looking forward to all the movies shorts podcasts and possible memories to be made with our annual panic film festival preview and whether you've experienced and we are not you can listen into our show Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played, hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, we'll download directly to your listening device of choice. All up and make your schedule whole. <laughs> and you can find us scheduling out on social media. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. And it is on that book of face where we have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and panicky shenanigans. And as this episode is going to be releasing on Friday, April 7th, if you find yourself in the Kansas City area, there's only one place to be. Head on over to Screenland.com, where they will seed your panics uh, indoors and virtually. And in fact, the newly designed Screenland.com, mm-hmm. a specific little tab for just genius and myself. Raise a toast for the tab. The Friday Night Frights tab, and in fact, our latest Friday Night Fright happening on the seventh. I love that we're staying in the seventies. Going from 76 to 79, and a movie that is going to be a first-time viewing for both of us. Yes. And one that... But I am familiar with the ennui and the social just nothingness and the emptiness that this director has brought upon everybody. And truth be told, my word, my Werner Herzog gap is pretty large. I got a big Herzog gap, too. So I am anxious to we fill it. rectify and fill this but it will not be pleasant, yet it will not be unpleasant. If, if the original is any indication, and I saw the original Nosferatu it's just a few years ago. It's fucking dope, isn't it? Unreal, modern, plays wonderfully, and is still freaky and funny. Yeah, and funny. And funny. But with Klaus Kinski oh, and his piercing-ass blue eyes as Orlock, yeah. I think we're in for a treat. I know. Oh, oh and Isabella Gianni. Speaking of treats. <laughs> Now, that being said, looking forward to our next Friday Night Fright is not on uh, the 13th. It'll actually be on the 21st, mm-hmm. and it's a movie that I haven't seen since I saw it in the theater. And I kind of remember enjoying it in the theater, so I'm anxious to revisit it. But when's the last time you saw a Disturbing Behavior, Genius McGee? Yeah, I've seen that. Really? Mm-hmm. Two Friday Night Frights in a row, first-time viewings? Yes. That is why we do this. Uh-huh. Let's just say it's got William Sadler... Uh, Young Katie Holmes, and a albino-esque performance this side of James Spader and the New Kids. Really? Some good stuff in there. Some good huh. stuff. Now, the other repertory screenings that are happening on the weekend of the 7th, continuing the Teenage Wastelands uh, series, we've got John Hughes' The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. which 
84 another time. Another place. I think so with any of the John it's Hughes catalog. I'm going to say one thing right now. Ali Sheedy was fine before all the makeover. She didn't yes. even need the makeover. No. Just saying. She was perfect the way she is. I I agree. I agree. But then also another one that I have not seen since the theater, and give it that this filmmaker's oeuvre. Uh, how do we? Wait. I, I messed that Au-vre. one up. There we go. Regardless, his catalog, uh, a lot of people like it. A lot of people kind of, eh, but Wes Anderson's Moonrise Kingdom. The second best Anderson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the second best Anderson director. That That is very true. Now, how would you take Wes Anderson's Event Horizon? Ooh, I would love it. I've, so basically, Ed Norton, like, so we don't need I. Wow. Here, here comes, here comes Owen Wilson. Wow. It's like, we don't even need eyes to see. This is great. Come on, guys. Look at this. I don't need eyes. Wow. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. And from the scr- uh, the Scream, uh, Kurt, Screamcast, thank you, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Not us. Not us. The fun version. Good. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Good. Don't dream it, be it. <laughs> now, of course, if you're not in the Kansas City area and you would like to support Screenland from afar, the easiest way is to go ahead and join their film family by going to patreon.com slash screenland, but... Genius. I'm talking Patreon and film family. Hey, bellies. We also have our own little crazy collection of cats that are hanging out with us on Patreon. And I'd like to give a shout out to a film family member who is... Fucking A. Fucking fuck, tight. Fucking and, rad. And fucking rad. Uh, a panic alumni uh, whose directorial... I don't know if... I can't remember if it's the directorial debut. But when we saw Revealer at last year's Panic Fest... You gotta love an apocalyptic glory hole. Yeah, a little stall movie. That's mm-hmm. great. My what was it? My dinner with Andre. My but, dinner with my post-apocalyptic. My dinner with Andre. <laughs> so, uh, director Luke Boyce, um, you really did us a solid, and especially that night, if you recall, when we watched it, the apocalypse was happening outdoors. Yeah. So it only enhanced the viewing. So yes. Luke, cannot wait to see what you uh, put out next. An now, of course, gettable screening. Uh, his tier at the another time tier. He is going to have access to our. The Thing commentary, mm-hmm. as well as our thoughts on Scream 6. It's all right, dude. It's a good way to do things. Oh, oh, oh. So, uh, Luke, thank you for being a member of the film family. Now, if you would like access to that and have us uh, wax your car a little, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead, where we indeed have so much good stuff mm-hmm. in the back catalog and also coming up this year. Oh, yes, Absolutely. So genius. Uh, we just we, finished Madness. Oh my god. <laughs> and the day we're recording this, Evil Dead and Sleepaway Camp are battling. Yeah. And Evil Dead is winning. Mm-hmm. I'll be shocked. This might be the first contemporary movie that we had to that beat to actually, the 80s. Yes. The, yeah. Which is unfreaking real. But at this point, almost four he- 400 episodes in, genius, we've developed, I would almost say, traditions. Mm hmm. Yearly traditions. Absolutely. From the first year when we did our Halloween hangover, mm-hmm. taking stock and all the stuff that happens in October, when we kicked off into the mouth of March, May Madness. April, May, <laughs> June Madness. <laughs> that first year. Uh, to even like, you know, Nerdoween mm-hmm. has stemmed Christmas from all of the this. Ner- yeah, exactly. And one of my yearly traditions, and we are now, man, I think probably about seven years in doing this. Mm-hmm. But it's when we get to gather and look forward. Fucking stoked. To all the possible memories that could be made. It's like cinema Christmas. It is. Only it's in April. Because like all of it's like 
brand new presents and things I haven't <laughs> seen and like new experiences and new memories and meeting new people and like it's 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 fucking cinema Christmas. And for someone that is a, on his best day as a socially awkward introvert, I still look forward to this, mm-hmm. especially the gathering of people, be it old friends, new friends. Because even if even if gatherings and crowds are not your bag, you would absolutely have to be out looking to not have a good time at Panic Fest. You have to be openly wanting to not have fun at Panic Fest. And as someone that is the anti-fun, I can say it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're not for the gatherings, the socialization... There are so many movies. And if you're like me and just soaking it all up, it's like, <laughs> this is this is where it's at. We have something for every film fan at the mm-hmm. Panic Film, film Festival. And in fact, on this episode, looking forward to it, we are lucky enough to have two guests that know a little thing or two about the Panic Film Festival. The Simon and Simon of Panic Fest. Minus the mustaches. Uh, now, you know our first guest as he is uh, the co-owner of Screenland and you just heard him back in 2003 on Into the Mouth of March Madness as he helped the Texas Chainsaw Massacre make its way into the round of the Frightful Four. Please welcome back to Nightmare Junkhead, one of the co-founders of the Panic Film Festival, Adam Roberts. Oh my gosh, it's, I can't, we were just here, I, I, hey, last time we did that podcast, I thought we were doing this one. That's, that's how my life's going. So uh, this I'm is true. thrilled to be back doing the one I prepared for weeks ago. <laughs> He's got his notes. Yeah. <laughs> blowing off the dust and shit. And, and it weirdly, it says Panic Fest 2024 on it. Fuck! Hey, we're already looking forward to next year. Already prepping and panicking. Now, our other guest, this podcast would not exist. Exactly. Were it not for him. So that being said. Hey, you guys want to talk about horror? Sure! Well, what do, you, do you guys want to do a podcast that's called Nightmare, all it took. Jun- Nightmare Junkhead? What's, What's a Nightmare Junkhead? Yeah. I don't know. We're all still right, trying to figure it out every... Every time I'm on this. Well, and that's to be said. If you have any comments or concerns, please send them (laughs) over to his side. Uh, Please welcome back Casey Canton. Thanks for having me. Uh, Excited to talk about this year's lineup. And even if Adam prepared for this podcast two weeks ago, we've got new films to talk about. So it would have been outdated. It would have been outdated. It's a good thing we're doing it now. Some bangers, actually. Some addendums. Bangers. Mad mad bangers, dude. Your (laughs) schedule this year... Is so many ones that I'm like looking forward to. My curiosity is peaked mm-hmm. on some things I've even haven't heard, but have been like now are significantly on my radar. This is a stellar lineup. We say it every year, but it's our best lineup ever. Uh, it's true though, mm-hmm. right? I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, I, yes, I yeah. think it's our best year ever. Yeah, I had to think about it. <laughs> we just have to try and build every year, so it, it's hard to do but i i would think well if anyone is. out there is curious what the lineup looks like uh, where can they find you guys out on the social media uh, please plug and promote away at panic film fest everywhere and at armor theater everywhere mm-hmm. yeah yep perfect there you perfect. go and 2013 was the initial was that when <laughs> panic premiered remember when we thought we would do it over two weekends two different venues the very first year, and we thought we would just well, get we everything think, we asked for. We didn't think we did. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we did. We did. And we also, uh, we're just like, we'll just ask for everything. Yeah, we'll just and be we'll like, get it because it's a film festival and you have a theater. Like, yeah. why wouldn't we get it? The Turns naive out. days of, uh, of the festival and my ownership of running a theater. <laughs> Boy, have we come, come <laughs> far, some might say. <laughs> yeah. uh, that first year, 
uh, pretty funny, I would say. Yeah, say looking back on it, it was a learning experience, but uh, it was still fun. It's just yeah, no, yeah, it was way. still good, and it was weirdly like still pretty. I think for our our bar, it was still successful. Um, well, I don't think we lost any money in the movies, which was like <laughs> yeah, the big thing. Yeah. But like that first year, I, we didn't really have like our sponsor gave us like two kegs for free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we had no like cash sponsors. It, and we, so it was just like it was more retro programming. Yeah, although we, we did a, show Maniac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elijah we, Woods. Maniac. And we had uh, uh, Daniel Harris among best friends. Friend, um, among friends. Yeah, and then we had a cut. We had a couple pretty good ones. I think yeah. we, we had like fifteen films. And I think five were new. Lords of Salem. No, don't even. Do we have it? it? I can't even bring. I can't believe you think we had that one. <laughs> I don't that know was, why. Ooh. I know. I don't know why I thought because oh. it came out the week after the fest, and we were like, just let us show it. They're like, no. Yeah, but they they were like, here's some posters to give away. Yeah. So that that was first year. But that was Christ. like right before they. That was like uh, an Anchor Bay title, and that was like yeah. the last thing they ever did. And they dissolved. <laughs> yep. So it's because they didn't screen it at Panic Fest. Yeah. Arguably, if they, would, have, go, they, they would still yeah. be kicking around today. But yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. like that that verse. Well, every year is like, every year we're like, we always. We're always like at the mercy of what films are available. Yeah, Both right. like the films being made that are submitting to the festival, like from shorts and features. Uh, when it's like podcasts and guests, availability is always the, the number one thing. And then with studio films, we've just been like, we've just had like the worst fucking luck. Like one year it'll be like, uh, well, we were in January for a long time. The week mm-hmm. after the second week of Sundance, the week before the Super Bowl is when we were for nine of the 11 years. First year, mm-hmm. April. Yeah, Which first year, April, and it back. snowed. Yeah, yeah and it oh, snowed. That's cr- it snowed. So uh, a year where we had very little snow this year, I'm fully expecting snow. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Nightmare on Film Street's going to bring that down from Canada with them. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to follow them sure. down here. Uh, but but every year, we're, we're always like, you know, we look at stuff and we request stuff, but it, we, we've never, I guess we never really know, like, you're always still like learning, I guess, like mm-hmm. how things work. And we ask for shit every year, and then they're always just like, no. But we never get like a reason or or anything like. And and last and year, we just accept it. We're like, yeah. okay. Well, we it's were fine. unfortunately I mean, like in the our biggest year um, in the first eight years was 2020, January 2020. It was our number one sales. We had the most guests come in. We had yeah. the most like premiere films. And then the uh, world shut down. And then the world yeah. shut down. <laughs> and then we were like, we were like, fuck it, let's do another film fest in October. And then we did the virtual tricks and treats, which we actually premiered like a lot of fucking yeah, movies which that were really s- good. That was the second time we tried pulling off two festivals in one year because the first year we did it in April. Yep. The second festival was then in the following January because yeah. we moved to January. So that was the, you know, well, the, how, so six, seven year was gap. crazy. So 2020 was end of January, October, and then April. So yeah. in like 14 or and a half months, we did three film fests. It's uh, insane. And, yeah. and really, yeah, you're right. I, and so like, like the amount of films and, and things like just like, I think that maybe helped. Um, well, a lot of festivals couldn't do virtual, didn't have like, it was hard to pivot and a lot of festivals aren't as nimble i guess as us or tech savvy so fortunately we were able to do that um and i think that really like between 2020 being so big and we were the last film fest i I think until fantastic fest happened definitely last genre fest for Mm -hmm. sure yeah well nothing everything was canceled so i I think that the the next festival was maybe august the next one i remember was fantastic fest being virtual big festival so we kind of went out with like the we were the only like in-person fest outside. It was Sundance happened, then we happened after Sundance, and then there was no other fest yeah, for 2020. Yeah, South by shut down, and then everything after that shut down. 
Well, but, even then in 2021, where it was largely virtual yeah. on top like of... Like 25% capacity yeah. there. And surprisingly, I think at least, the fest grew the most that year because everyone was forced to... You know, a lot of people were forced to do it virtually. Mm-hmm. So people that maybe hadn't checked out Panic mm-hmm. Fest before or couldn't make it was able to check it out virtually. And so it was interesting because we built the Gather app and we had everything screened on Eventive. But we all got to hang out virtually and gather and it was kind of interesting yeah and really collaborative still and maybe even hung out with people longer and (laughs) more than i would have in person because in person we're running around doing stuff well i think gather you can but i mean yeah you know where you're at you're inside this virtual world well Um, we had done a little bit like tricks and treats treats was literally tim and i going uh let's just see (laughs) if we can even do this yeah and and if it's worth the investment of a real film fest. It tested and, vir- hi, uh, tested virtual out for us. Yeah, but yeah. we still had. I mean, shit. I could look right now. We still had. <laughs> yeah. Because I can still see the virtual numbers on here. We we had a lot of people attend, but I, I'm I'm trying to remember. We had a lot of. We didn't expect it to be anything, and we had no. 38 films <laughs> yeah. that year screening between shorts uh, and features, and there was a few premieres from like IFC. Yeah. That we weren't expecting to get because we're like, sure, well, you've been our partners for a long time, like whatever studios are, and then we're getting submissions, obviously for filmmakers that can't take their films anywhere right now oh and we then, did the vigil yeah we did as the, a premiere yeah the vigil and uh, kindred were both premieres big ones that year yeah but but like we kind of that was just like us like kind of throwing Testing. shit into, literally like if it was like if this fails we did tickets for show, they were like 20 bucks or something yeah it was so fucking 20, cheap. 25 for well because we didn't think we were gonna get any movies we had to yeah. like last minute yeah. turn submissions on sure and those were super cheap everything was cheap and it was just like last minute kind of we didn't know how to run a festival for those of people who listen like i would say like 98 yeah. percent uh, of the entire festival is between these two people on the podcast uh, yeah. that, uh, that we, we do like a lot of festivals have 10 people and Tim, Tim and I are always like yeah. the fuck do all these 10 people do because we do everything <laughs> yeah uh, like, must be yeah, fucking it's nice usually, I guess. it's usually like right now leading up to the fest like week and a half two weeks before uh, and then Dana who helps us out yeah. you know Dana and Jenny help us out uh, Stacy's helped us out and then you guys and then we have the volunteers and then we have you guys as our like podcast ambassadors every year to help us out so we do have a team, but they all but they don't really come do together until, until like, like two weeks before, yeah, and then it's sure. super helpful. But, yeah. you know, the planning and trying to get everything ready for six months at this point, it's about six months out now at this point when we start figuring that mm-hmm. stuff out. And, like, I'll start doing branding, and we'll open up the submissions and start coming through those on a rolling basis. Like, all that's happening months before until we get to this point. So then we can come to you guys that are helping us and be like, all right, here's the game plan. Yeah. Like, here's what we need your help with. So, yeah, it's... It's a task for sure. Yeah, and you know, like just like every year. So like building those those virtuals. I mean, they really opened doors. Like we had, you know, like our yeah, first we had Netflix. So you know, we were I have seen Shutter and Fangoria mm-hmm. for a long time, but it really I think that that twenty twenty or weirdly somehow like bloody disgusting came in post twenty twenty. Maybe yeah. one of those pandemic either t- tricks or. Heavily the, came in in 2022, though. Yeah. But 2021 is, I think, when the relationship first started between yeah. them and Cynodyme and And uh, so Green I think, Box like, we went out with a bang. We were, like, memorable because those last people, like, a lot of the last events a lot of people did in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they just didn't do anything for six-plus months. So the last thing they recalled doing it and with people was Panic Fest. Um, so we really, st- you know, stuck in people's minds. And then we did Tricks and Treats and we had some premieres and it was quite successful. I mean, we did a, a lot of tickets that year. Uh, and then 2021, we were the first fest back in yeah. person. Yeah. 
in, at twenty five percent capacity. But like, yeah, we had capacity, a, but we, were we had an in, fe- in person fest though. Because so. no, like Sundance and South by were virtual yeah. only, mm-hmm. and we're so early in the year. There's no other like genre film fest. So in twenty twenty one, we were the first fest back because everyone in twenty twenty was doing virtuals. Yep. Um, we so definitely did. We were kind of the way. guinea pig. <laughs> no, yeah, happened because you have to like for us like. We have to plan out like you know we turn we turn everything on and we're like we'll just see what happens. Worst case, we'll go virtual and then like I think two months out, we're like, things are starting to look good, and, and the, the numbers in the was theater were starting stuff. to come up. Yeah, yeah. and, and our, I mean to Adam's credit, you had the theater mm-hmm. like the the safety precautions yeah. in place. Like you had the UV oh, we were lighting in the air ducts. Dust and, everywhere. I mean, we were fogging theaters. I mean, we were yeah. fogging theaters until twenty. 20- Early last year, yeah. and I know everyone else quit, but like we yeah. were fucking going for a long time. But uh, I think all those things really helped accelerate the festival, so that 2022 was the kind of the real year back where guests came back, we were full mm-hmm. capacity. Um, so you kind of have to turn those asks back on, like when you you know 2020 we had an HBO, we had the Outsider, HBO mm-hmm. Outsider, and we had uh, a Netflix movie. You know, we had all these well, things slowly happening. We also built up all those contacts, and then COVID hit, and all those contacts unfortunately were gone yeah like a lot of studios reorganized restructured so we had to rebuild relationships a little bit um but yeah yeah i mean so it's been a learning experience but it's been great every year we learn a little more i feel like yeah but but all that built up to this year to being able to be like now so many people know about us we've done so many different things and like you know through the course of it we've done a lot with shutter Mm -hmm. uh through the pandemic and then you know uh it makes those asks a little bit easier you know like ifc has been Fortunately, our day one partner. Yeah. Um, and that was just an investment by the director of theatrical at the time, who I, was one of the first people I met when I took the theater over. And he's a great dude. He's no longer there, but he's he ensured that the handoff was still successful. Um, and they've been a great partner. And, you know, now Shudder and RLJ, they're all, they're all part of the AMC Network's brands. Um, and fortunately, they make a lot of good genre stuff. Um, but that finally led us to this year where we can make those the asks we ask, do every year. But this year, the fest fell in line with a, a lot of big films around us. You know, we had Renfield coming mm-hmm. out, technically the opening night, but it lands so perfect that it's like, if they would let us do it, and Universal was all about it. And As really part excited. of the festival, not yeah. just like... Not just like it, it happens happened to be coming before. out. Yeah. Um, so that started, and then it was like, we knew we got an A24 um, film, Medusa Deluxe, which was only played once in America uh, at Fantastic Fest. And, uh, and then... And then the last piece that you know well we got sisu which sisu. was we didn't think we were gonna get it i was like because oh, uh we were like i don't know this movie's that. only played and it was played in europe a couple places and, and it played toronto international and we're like i don't fucking know i'll, I'll just say like Lionsgate's never been like a great not like they're a bad partner i would say that they, they've just never been like um they have a lot of turnover there over the last couple of years and reorganizations and it's been hard to have consistency with for me as a like a, a film buyer and then uh so it's been hard to like ask and they just mm-hmm. haven't ever had like we asked about winchester a couple of years ago mm-hmm. i think that's the only film they've had in like the last couple of years that that fell around that the fest lined up yeah. yeah i think we tried for spot no i don't even think we tried for spiral because it was like no, a month or so out. It was in summer, and I just—it was too early, I think. Yeah, and we didn't, didn't know. It, we're just it, like, I don't know. The trailer dropped for Sisu, and I had just put the request in the day before, and I'm like, oh, we're fucked now. They're, everyone's gonna be like jacking off the, the trailer. trailer came awesome. <laughs> yeah, because it's awesome. Uh, and, and then they came back a few days later, and they're like, cool, we're in. And then we're like, oh fuck, we're gonna be the U.S. <laughs> premiere of Sisu. Yeah. Oh my and, god. That's. Uh, 
And it's like, it kind of gets buried, like, because there's so many big things, you know, and then you announce yeah. Evil Dead, and then you announce, you know, Barbara Crampton with From Beyond, and then you have Joe Lynch's Joe's special screening, screening. And, then, yeah. and then you do, and then the regular lineup is just good. I mean, this year, yeah. like, we say, we do say it every year. Every year is more difficult because we have more submissions. Mm-hmm. This was by far the yeah. most submissions, at least features. I mean, fuck, I was, yeah. I literally, Same as shorts. I don't even know, I watched 100, over, like 150 features this year, and we had to make cuts that in normal years those films would have made. And you know, some like people bare don't. minimum online, especially oh, with that yeah. option available. Right. But you can all, you still only want to take like the, the so quantity. Much, yeah, I mean. the quantity. Yeah, at a certain point you just are, you you're overloaded. You have with to cut. Stuff. You, know, you do have to curate a little bit still. <laughs> yeah, but it uh, seems like at 10 plus years at this point, the fact that you are growing and you are getting more submissions because people want to. They want to be part of it well, at this it, point. Yeah. And it also helps the fact, like, you know, you're seeing building relationships and now more people are hearing about it. It does help the fact that, you know, you guys have been named a mm. fucking fantastic festival by a lot of mm. different outlets, you know. And Fangoria, I mean, everything, probably variety, you know. I mean, just like. <laughs> Some, someday we'll hit variety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soon. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, um, I mean, we always, for the last three years, we've because we, I think. Movie makers had us for this is maybe the fourth fourth year. year. Dread so, just started their list. We're like a couple. I think that, that helps a lot with filmmaker submissions. I don't yeah. know how much it helps with like general audiences. Yeah, yeah. But, or but, like studios. Know, it's a good bragging thing to have in there. But the hardest yeah. thing is like it's nice. It's nice to be appreciated. It's like the same yeah. thing. Like for I'll say is like the underdog independent theater. It's all the hardest mm-hmm. thing has always been getting any studio any movie to take a chance on us. And it took it was really hard. You know, for a number of years when Alamo was here because they're like, oh, well, they're the chain version of you. We'll just right. go with them. Uh, and it was like, just take a fucking chance on us. And, and it, it was <laughs> yeah. like, really, I mean, it's been kind of the same way with Panic Fest, which is like, just fucking give us one movie to try to prove anything. Yeah. And then and then this year, for whatever fucking reason, I think it's just, again, When it timing, rains and pours, we got like... Yeah, timing is kind of everything. You know, like yeah. Redfield, Evil Dead, Sisu. Medusa Deluxe didn't have a release date yet, um, but it's going to be, I'm thinking, the next like three or four months. Um, but all these films are like clustered together and make a lot of sense. Uh, you know, there there were other films like usually like last year we go to South by and watch a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And we're like, let's try to pull some of those in. We have a couple crossovers, but very few compared to last year or most years actually, because we had so many of our own submissions that were like, well, these people came to us and we're not chasing films. Um, so this year has been very different because a lot of people came to us. Um, and there's you know we you know X Y Z has become a new partner of ours. They mm-hmm. picked up they bought films last year. Uh, Bloody Disgusting, we already mentioned they bought films last year. Yeah, I was saying the last couple of years we've started to see more films get bought um, that have been submitted looking for distribution, looking for buyers. So that's huge for that side of things when people are submitting and talking and their, their filmmaker circles of like, oh, you can get bought here. Yeah. And on top of it, we have a really great base of uh, press that cover the festival now, primarily do that virtual year because we really branched out and started reaching out and to try and grow that part of it so they get coverage and reviews and interviews and that kind of thing. So we've got, you know, every major horror outlet. We got thirty outlets covering it. We got Forbes covering it. We got Letterbox. So stuff outside. We finally of made it. We got Letterbox. Fuck yeah. Horrible. But it all it all like um, goes up so too. Helps. I know we're gonna talk more about the lineup, but I think mm-hmm. this is the first year in a long time Tim's been here. Oh, for yeah. this conversation. This is, this is what's I would glorious. say it's, I was here it's I was here last year. Were you? Yeah, for the oh, tenth year. Tenth sure? anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Was he here? Pulled. Yeah, for tenth anniversary. Can you just pull the tape? Pull the tape. For some reason, I don't remember Tim being here, but uh, maybe because I was sitting there and you were standing up the whole time. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's it is always like uh, like th- this year, um, there were additions up till like a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, which Lord. is the shortest we've ever had, but also uh, I mean, there were there were other films we had 
that were like pending and we're just like, fuck it, close it. <laughs> we just, we don't have any more room. And it's like, yeah. you know, eventually maybe we'll be, you know, we have four theaters here. One year we did all four. That was 2020. Yeah. Um, what we, what we don't want to happen is we don't want to, we really want to give everyone the best experience, the audience mm-hmm. and the filmmakers. And we don't really want to spread the audience thin in rooms. And it's really hard to like kind of position things, but in years past, we had done a lot of repeating. And this year, with mm-hmm. the mass submissions, we're like, fuck repeating. Let's just – repeating is for virtual, basically. There's a lot, there are virtual mm-hmm. premieres, though. There's like 10 or 11, and then there's like 10 or 11 repeats. So you can watch, you know, 80 to 100 f- shorts and features online. Yeah. And then uh, in person, you know, you can cram as much as you can from Thursday to Wednesday. But there's there's a, only by because we had to. We ran out of – we took uh, an extra film last minute, and we <laughs> needed another spot to play next to it. Only one movie repeats, and that was just because an, a whoopsie daisy happened yeah. with the program. Well, no, a good whoopsie daisy. Yeah, yeah. We added an extra screening on Friday early, yeah. earlier than we had. And so, you know, rather than just have one thing showing, the whole fest, we got two things showing. So we like, all right, what can we what can we re- repeat and throw in there? But that's it. So, yeah. yeah so, so no more – a lot of festivals, like – I think we now we might be one of the only ones, and I think this we, we're like right on the cusp of maybe changing the the changing our own rules, which is maybe we'll reopen another theater. Uh, you know, maybe we'll start mm-hmm. by adding another one next year. It, it right. all depends on how this year goes, and you know, it's it's kind of a scary thing to do because like every year is different. Next year we may have no studio movies, we may have horrible submissions, or whatever the fucking case is. I don't think that's the case. I feel like every year it gets harder to make those cuts. Um, and you know, this year we added you know relationships with Warner Brothers and Universal and A twenty four and Lionsgate, which is huge. Um, the thing cl- I was gonna say the thing about that too that you know some people might look at it and be like, well, yeah, you got submissions, but you added all these studio films. It's like, yes, but that gets more eyes on the independent stuff, mm-hmm. which you may or may not get people here for just for say you know one of the submissions specifically. But if you've got them here for Renfield and you've got them here for Sisu and Evil Dead Rise. They're gonna see the other it's stuff because the they're genre fans. Mindset like, we have when it when it comes it to gets like more bringing eyes in Joe stuff. Bob, right? Yeah, is is to bring people. It encourages more people to attend. It's the same reason we have Barbara Crampton coming yeah. for From Beyond. Um, it's that blend it's, and mixture helps. of the two things that really help bring more eyes to more films, and then eventually they get bought, right? So yeah. you get more attention that way, and mm-hmm. it, it goes both ways. Bottom so. line, well, that's what I like, the fact that you guys are trying to take care of the filmmakers, mm-hmm. the film fans, because I know a lot of people plan vacation weeks mm-hmm. around Panic Fest. I mean, they have their schedule so tight and, you know, just put together. Spreadsheets. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. I know all these people you're talking about, dude, because I see them pull <laughs> yeah. the spreadsheets out. Because they'll here. be like, how dare you, you schedule this against this? And we're like, oh, sorry, you don't have a choice. But yeah, so the, I mean, what, like, there's some fun things that are, I think are, are changing this year. We have more movies than we've ever had. We're doing the return. It's been fuck. I don't even think t- 2019. Maybe it was last time we did true late shows. Oh we, yeah, yeah. Last shows used to be around nine o'clock. It's this nine thirty, nine forty-five. Yeah, yeah, this year we have ten forty-five shows Fridays and Saturdays. Um, but we also have after parties. So it's like, you want to you want to get fucked up or do you want to get <laughs> fucked up? You in know what I mean? in the theater. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's well, cool. Well, because this Which is the first time we actually rewind. have rewind open. Last yeah. year we tried to get it open, we didn't make it in time. Uh, some people got to peek it during the podcast, but what most is, people never saw it. Uh, oh, what right. what is rewind, Adam? Tell us a little uh, bit. About it's a this bar rewind. that we're sitting above right now. Yeah. Um, it's a. Uh, Do you like nostalgia? <laughs> Do you like dive beers? Do you like dive bars and nostalgia and dive beers and dive bars? Do you like video games and 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 systems that are old timey? Then come on down. to... You rewind 
uh, downstairs, right behind, <laughs> right on beautiful Alma Road, behind Screenland Theater. In the back alley. Tell him genius sent you. Next to the trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> he has been he, sitting on that for yeah. an hour, ladies and gentlemen. He was, he was rocking back and forth. <laughs> He's been until shaking the and holding it himself. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so you pretty much nailed it. It's a it's a it's a retro <laughs> dive bar, um, but it is. Uh, I mean, it's. I would say it's not really like anything I've ever been to. I, I will say honestly, I tried to go. You know, I went to big markets like Austin, Chicago, L.A., New York, trying to find anything that was comparable to this, so I could a not copy it, but b also be inspired by somebody else's design. And while there are places that have like video stores with bars in them, there's nothing quite like we're doing down there. Um, which the is basement vibe. Yeah, the, the, I mean, your buddy, your buddy, your parents' basement. house, your parent, yep. your buddy's parents' basement that you That's, turned yep. your bedroom into. And like, it, it, especially if you remember the days of like GameCube and Super Nintendo. I mean, it's hardcore old, 1998 old for me. School. Uh, is what it is. So if people have, we're gonna still do live podcasts. You guys will host your game yep. show down there. <coughs> so if you're listening to this. All those things that I've done. You guys have had your game show in so many weird fucking places. It's inside a Flora's yeah. cooler. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, still yeah. a cooler down there. There is still a cooler, but now it's a video store. Yeah. Um, so it, it is. So it's a basement dive bar. And if you come into the podcast, which are both sold out, unfortunately, yes. so I hope you bought them. Um, you'll be in there and you'll be able to buy a drink and hang out in there. Um, all the after parties are there. So uh, Friday night's just like a, kind of a hangout with, you know, Badge holders only, and then uh, Saturday's karaoke, and then uh, Sunday oh, really? is your game of games, <laughs> oh, and really? uh, and then we'll have we'll have, you know it'll be open randomly throughout yeah. the day, so you can just pop in and out. Uh, it's open Thursday too, but uh, that's a new addition. So last year was the first year we had a real after party, right? Oh, yeah. an officially official one, not just mm -hmm. like a hey guys go down the street. Mm -hmm. yeah. Last minute we were just like just go down the street, and it was uh, yeah, incredible that's true. success. So. Uh, <laughs> We're hoping that rolls forward. You know, our capacity on there is much lower than where we were last year. So there might be some people down the street still. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> the party, the official party is here. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to keep the bar open later because we haven't done these late shows in so, I mean, I think 2019. I don't think we did in 2020. Well, no. No, you didn't. The last late show, there was, because I, I, went, I went to every single one. There was, the last one, I think, was Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, wow. Because the one before that was Poughkeepsie Tapes. <laughs> that was like 2018. 2017 yeah, so it might have been like 18 that. might have been the last one because yeah. yeah. Holocaust was that the last one yeah one of those was the last one but so it's been a long time Kyle. we it's got been a long uh, time and this year like works out perfect like Evil Dead they're like we want it to be a late show yeah and, uh, having, required. I'm it. the only one. I guess Tim hasn't watched it yet. I'm prepared to watch this movie again. But oh, uh, you see, yeah, you saw it. South well, we knew Fucking it. Stoked. So before before we even had Evil Dead, we did know that we Joe was coming back and like last year's <laughs> Fantastic Surf so, Two screening. We knew bow. that Joe was gonna be. Well, hey, listen, he was begging there, me to show up for a film. Three, and I kept telling him no, and then he reached was, out to Tim. There was, was a three way text going on all separately between <laughs> me and Joe and he and Adam, and he was pitching it to me. And little did I know, he was also talking to Adam, or you know, had been. No, I've already, I had already at this point. And told, him no. told him no. Told him no. And then he's like, like "Tell him I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do this." Then he's like, "Let's play the Tim card." So we start texting. I'm like, "I'm laying with my son, like talking about what the special screen is going to be." And like, he had a couple different ideas for it, and, but one specifically, he kept pushing on to Adam that he kept saying no. And I was like, "Oh yeah, we could do this or this." And so before I knew it, I'm like. 
fuck it i'm gonna email i'm gonna text adam and then he's like yeah he's talking to me right now like trying to get me to do it again and, I, I, said, told him I, and no. I just said fine you can have your yeah screen it was eat. a mom and dad situation mom said Good no i'm gonna ask dad then that's exactly uh, what happened and i was dad like oh yeah yes. sweetie you can do it go ask dad <laughs> dad just already said yes mom yes so fortunately for us though we so. had uh, already planned a friday night late show that was so. gonna be at 10:45, and then they're like you want evil dead at 10:45? i was like sorry joe you're getting evil dead next <laughs> so, to you so here's the other thing about this that's kind of funny is i texted joe like i think we got evil dead like adam's confirmed i think we finally fucking got it and he's like oh when are they screening it and i was like oh no and i because because then adam and i were also talking like well they want it late because we're going to screen it at six but they want it later which means it's it's got to be at 10 or later i would assume not at eight adam will let you show the movie you want but there's a caveat so, so i told I told Joe, I'm like, yeah, I don't know yet, man. We'll, we'll have to find out because I didn't know for sure. And then I'm like, oh, we got it. Like, we got to get this posted right away because tickets are going to go up. Yeah. We want people oh, to, yeah. if they, he saw it online. He saw it on social and he's like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Let's just say, I think. But then, but then I was like, there's people that are going to your screening because it's a secret screening. It's, it's yeah. Joe. And, you know, it's something that you can see. Well, it's a special truth thing. Truth be told, year. the best thing I saw last year was Surf Two. So, uh, <laughs> so Surf Two was dope. Surf, Surf Two was, was so good, and we turned a lot of people away for that. And I think, yeah, uh, we did. This movie is just so fucking, uh, you know. And it's funny because now knowing what it is, it's one of those. It's an I've seen. Just that don't say me. it. Oh no, it's secret. It's secret. But it's one of those that guaranteed you're not. You're not going to see it anywhere else. I would say I, that, and I would say nobody's seen it. No, oh no. No. Oh no. no. Because I will no. say Joe himself only watched it this year. And it's funny because... And then he bought it to bring it here. And then here. he bought yeah. it. <laughs> no, he said he's watched it three times this year. Yeah. If you listen to the movie Crypt, I am a member of their Patreon. Yeah. In fact, their last um, Slumber Party Massacre Live, he talked about this film. Okay, cool. He was talking about like... And I'm like, aha. So needless to say, there is enthusiasm and passion yeah. behind this particular screen. Oh man, I'm going to flip a coin. Yeah. Every, well, everybody's going to have to. Well, hey, so, so here's the thing about this. And this is what we we're t- we told Joe. is like a lot of people, no one knows who your thing is. Yeah. It's in it's in theater two. Um, Evil Dead comes out in fi- six days yeah, after that's that. Just it. Yeah. It's really a matter of No like, one will ever much, see this movie in theaters again. Yeah, exactly. That's Tru- what I, truthfully. That's what I've been trying to tell people when they post like, how am I going to decide? And I'm like, well, that's like a special secret screening. Evil Dead, I'm super stoked about. And it's really a matter of like, are you bleeding to see right Evil Dead right now? then fine, go see it, and we want you to see it, but at the same time, this other thing's happening that may not ever happen again. You don't want to miss what Joe brings. So, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, well, let's, yeah. you know what? Let's look it's at... It's a good problem to have. Some yeah. of the highlights. Sorry, sorry. We, we, had a, we had a lot to talk about. Because we, yeah. we really want... We're, I, I'm very excited that last year a lot of films got bought out of the fest, which was like... Yeah. So cool. One of the things... It's really hard to be that fest. To get a, to be a fest that things get purchased out of. And, mm-hmm. and not just purchased, but purchased by reputable companies. Because there are a lot of sharks out there that like, well, yeah, I'll buy your movie. And then it just fucking sits somewhere or gets a non-release. Do you want to sell me your movie? I'll buy your movie <laughs> cash on hand. Meet him in the back. Uh, by the trash cans in front of everyone. Um, so, so that was a big thing last year. This year, having those bigger studios and those big films is like our next thing that we're excited about. But it, it's all like this: like 
we finally made it, you know, like if is kind of what it feels like we yeah. made it to this point to where, you know, first it was like, we want to do after parties and that was cool. And then sell movies, which is great. Take care of the filmmakers and, and take care of our audiences. And then now it's like, we have the studios that are excited to be a part of this and are like actively doing some stuff. But yes, let's take a look at this schedule so here. Here's Thursday. Thursday when the doors open up and I know, uh, cage is kicking us off again. Which yeah. He's <laughs> is this the second or third time? Cause oh, we, we've no, had four. Not on Thursday, though? Oh, not on Thursday. Oh, not on I Thursday. met Nick Cage films in yeah, general. Yeah, mom and dad. Year, yeah, mom and dad. Color Out of Color Space. Out of Space. Prisoners of Ghostland. Yep. Uh-huh. And then and this. Oh, wait. Prison, so Prisoners and Color were both opening Those nights. Those are Thursdays, same, yeah. same year. So so does that mean uh, no Prisoners and Color were different? Color yeah. was 2020 and 2020. Okay, you're right. One. You're right. Prisoners, prisoners was Trick or Treat, wasn't it? No, it was 2021 virtual. That's 25% right. yeah. in person, yeah. Yeah, so this is... Only one year we had no. Well, last year we could have had a cage and it was not a good cage. Uh, <laughs> but we were keeping our premier cage stuff. And so, yeah, yeah Renfield. So, yeah, Renfield, which I've been. And just hearing people react to the trailer, I talked about it before, where we actually heard someone go, Oh, it's Nick Cage? Yeah. The normies aren't necessarily familiar with this, but this is one I have been aching to sink my teeth into. Well, uh, Greg, uh, the movie is about a little known character called Dracula. <laughs> Who is this dra- Dracul character you're Dracula. talking about? Uh, let's well, just let's just fucking blow through these. Yeah, okay. so we got we got Renfield opening night. We're gonna Nightmare on Film Street are coming all the way down from Canada. They're gonna host like some trivia. They're gonna yeah. do some happy hour. fun st- shit like a happy hour from six and, to and seven. And where's that gonna be at? That's gonna be in the theater, the big theater. Oh, in so the they're theater. gonna be doing. Nice. So we we have some stupid ass vampire teeth. We have some stupid <laughs> ass blood bags you can drink cocktails out of. Yep. I by stupid ass I mean this stuff's really cool. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we have them doing some trivia and some giveaways and. Uh, and uh, and then we're gonna watch Renfield, uh, which is a ninety-three minute blast of a fucking movie. Ninety-three minutes, you say? <laughs> yeah, how about that? Ah, finally, uh, achievement unlocked. That I, can uh, dig, that I can dig. And then Most we're gonna of roll our movies to are that long, actually. A movie that just had its world premiere a few days ago at Overlook. Uh, this movie is from our friends at Paper Street Pictures. Uh, this movie is called Trim Season, and uh, this movie is the last movie I watched. Can I? All the movies. Can I just? throw out an idea here throw it at me trim season edibles are legal in missouri now oh yeah I, that's well, all i'm gonna say we weed. can figure it out so this movie is all about weed it's about we don't harvesting smoke in the theater trim season oh boy it's common it's not about shaving the bush to make the tree look bigger see that's not oh see that's God. not <laughs> do you remember that commercial the trim season that i was thinking i'm Man, like sorry. that is Wildly inappropriate. This is the movie that I'm thinking about. <laughs> do we need to? Do you need to borrow our beaded curtains? So the one you're the one you're talking about is actually Joe Lynch secret screening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Trim season two. Yeah. The, the trimming. <laughs> yeah. The bush trimming. back. Uh, Bushwhackers. Yeah, so trim season is. Uh, I don't know how much is out there. I'll say it's about a group of people who all go into get in a van and go out to the mountains of I think Seattle or around the Washington area for harvesting season uh, and they're you know they're trimming off the, the buds um and things get weird um it's a i don't want to say anything because i don't i don't think there's very much out there at all about this movie mm-hmm. but it is a lot about weed and it's a whole lot of fun uh alex esso who's a, oh, a flanagan oh, really she's yeah. the cast of this movie is very good, good. very fucking good okay, i like now alex I'm esso already yeah in. Alex so that's had my curiosity now and, you have my attention <laughs> And that's perfect because you can just sit down for the happy hour and just stay for the night. Yeah, and so. or uh, you know, at the towards the end of Renfield, fuck it. At the beginning of Renfield, pop that edible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to 
I would start it with Renfield for sure. Yeah, and then short come down. To, and then you'll come down to trim season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we're gonna have because we have so many late night things. We're gonna have a Red Bull cocktail special. The whole oh, festival for yeah. you psychos. Woo. You yes. psychos in this room, not the psychos that are coming. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, Friday. Then, Friday, and uh, st- things start off uh, about one-ish? one-ish. Oh, even better. Yeah, we. Uh, this is what that's we a- added. We added this time. I was about to say, have you ever started <coughs> that early on a Friday? Two or two thirty was the earliest, yeah. and that was like one year. So. I don't know. Kind of rad. Well, there's already a couple on there that I know I'm seeing, especially one of those with uh, another alumnist from uh, Panifesta, Ted Gagan, mm-hmm. who I. So here's, I drove Mick, I picked Mick Garris up at the airport last year, mm-hmm. and I'll never do it again because I am an awkward person, and probably he was probably <laughs> like, don't let that guy near me. But I remember I picked up Ted, and I had just the most wonderful. And Mick Garris is also the nicest guy in the world, so for me to be awkward around him is just correctly. But Ted was so incredible. And we actually just talked about his uh, commentary he provided for a trailer trauma, trailer compilation thing. He's like, you watch that and listen to that? I'm like, I did, Ted. And he is just the most wonderful, beautiful human being. So I cannot wait to see I his new one. I have a story about Barbara Crampton in that movie. So I'm going to tell them when I get here. But when I first moved into my house, all I had was like a chair, my TV. I didn't even a bed. I just had a, I was moving stuff in there. It was my first night, empty house. Now, my basement looked like a saw chamber like something <laughs> from like you want to play a game right hostile and so i'm like well you know what i'm gonna pop in a movie for the very first night let's go ahead and see what i'm gonna i'm gonna top the first one that i grab in the pile we are still here oh, no. let's go ahead and put that in there <laughs> i'm just terrified i'm sitting there in a dark empty house all by myself with an evil fucking basement and like <laughs> Sure enough, about a movie about an empty house and evil fucking basement. So no, no, scared the Perfect. shit out of me. But I sure loved it. Appreciate that. Loved it. It's a 4D experience. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about awkward, I picked up Joe Bob at the airport. Delightful individual. The first 15 minutes though, he was on the phone, so we didn't even talk. Oh. <laughs> I had to throw his luggage in. Like I don't. I could have been a stranger at that point. Um, it's, it's what you do. Yeah. It's what you do. Delightful uh, individual. I don't pick up anybody at the airport. Uh, I think I've <laughs> not. I don't. One time, uh, Eduardo Sanchez was here, and Ed's a nice, very nice man. Yes. And I don't know, uh, at the time, there was very low quality hotels in our area, so I had to put it, like, the best one was, like, going to the... The American? uh, No, Harris. Oh, so we oh, put him okay. at Harris, which is fine. Yeah, it's just yeah, a little yeah. further away. Yeah, and sure. I was like, sorry, the only like I can put you at a Roach Motel. Uh, but that was when they were all being built. And this was like this was like nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Lots changed since then. We have very yeah, nice hotels around us. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I had him over there, and uh, I was like, our airport's easy as fuck to get in and out. <laughs> and yeah. I picked, it was like a Monday he was leaving or something because he had friends in town to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And I remember like taking him up there, and I was like, your flight's at one. We just need to get there by twelve fifteen. And he's oh, like, no. we're like, oh, no, yeah. we're we're like rolling up there, and he's like, there's just no fucking way I'm making this flight. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you're gonna be fine. I'm just gonna drop you off. You're gonna walk right in. And he's like, there's just no way. And, and then of course we hit fucking Monday, like weird construction in Kansas City, and and then he was uh, off the out of my car at like 12:30, running to his fucking plane. And he like texted me from the plane. He's like, I made it, just barely made it. I was like, you made it, Ed. You're fucking fine. Stand in the corner of the plane, man. It, it was great. <laughs> so it looks like Theater One. Uh, we've got okay. This one has definitely got my because I've looked at Satan wants you oh yeah yeah this is a documentary about how the satanic panic kicked off from a uh, novel called Michelle remembers so it's about her story and her relationship with a psychiatrist um, to try and recall things that happened to her 
from a satanic cult. So it's very interesting. It's a documentary. Uh, The filmmakers actually lived in the city where this happened. So they grew up around the story, story. uh, knew some of the people involved, that kind of thing. So I saw it at South by it's fantastic. Uh, The very late edition. um, So we were able to, yeah, stick it into Friday's program. But yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And, the great thing about this, and as Adam mentioned before, a lot of the stuff is hybrid. That is one of them. So if you don't make it at one fifteen on a Friday, uh, you can check it out on virtual, too. So what are the other highlights, then, on Friday that we should be looking for? Because we've got um, a whole lineup that we're looking okay, at Okay, well, so Friday... Well, can we just read all of them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just yeah I mean, I will say there's... The, like Friday's uh, packed. Every yeah. year, so a couple of people who come every year always hit me up. They're like, what's the do not miss this? And I said, right. this year, it's for tough. sure, I was like, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I was like literally, you're fucked. There's no, there's no uh, Google sheet that you're gonna put together that's, no. gonna, be that's gonna be a navigating thing. Like the one thing I would say, and you can kind of follow up on this, is that make your schedule and look at the hybrids, look at the virtual, look at the in person only, yeah. and make your tough decisions that way. Or if there's a guest here, like figure it out. Yeah, I think uh, so. Mo- not every almost everything. Every film on Saturday, but one has the filmmakers here mm-hmm. i believe or representatives from the film yeah. in some aspect um so friday yeah there's no like there's nothing you're gonna fuck up with so um but ted's gonna be here for brooklyn 45 looking forward to ted that Gagan's yep. gonna be here, which it. hey that's uh for for what it's worth we had we had uh, uh mohawk here a couple years ago yes. that was the first time i'd ever met ted in person same uh, i saw him at the premiere of this i'd already seen the film so i was like ted i'm skipping your movie yeah but, uh and i'm gonna watch something here, else so. but i'll see you after um but for my money, it's Ted's best film. Is it? And it's a lot of the same people who uh, who worked on The Stylist. So uh, gonna, Yeah, that, and also I think Fessenden is in it as well. Oh, he's mm-hmm. very yeah, good. Of course. The cast <laughs> is stacked. Uh, yeah, but, Brooklyn but 45 is it's what cool. it's called. Brooklyn yeah. 45. Uh, and then that r- rolls into oh. Sisu, which is the Lionsgate film, um, which is Nazi-killing movie. Oh, my God. Um, and yeah, then if you have seen the trailer for it, I, I would say go watch it because it's not going to spoil much. But no. at the same time, if you go in blind to it, it's going to be a blast. And if you watch, uh, I think it was attached to every version of John yeah. Wick. Because yes, oh, that's yeah. where I saw that's it where the you, first yeah. time. And oh, my God. I, I have not seen it before. And from the first knife insertion <laughs> yeah. the end, I'm like, I'm in. The first Holy 15 shit. seconds of the yeah. trailer. Oh, and it's the director of uh, Rare Exports. Rare Exports. Yeah. Which... Dong, maybe <laughs> instead of a uh, elf dong. Instead of instead of Santa dong, we might get like that's Nazi a dong? that's Nazi a panic fest tradition right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know about this year. It I wouldn't did. be a panic fest without hanging dong. <laughs> <laughs> this year, I think it's uh, the least amount of dong we've ever had. Least Dang, it's even dong. I'm trying to see what there's a theme here. Let me think about it. Every year there's a theme. Um, so and then we have Evil Dead Rise and Joe Lynch's screening closing out tonight. I mean, there is nothing you can. And there's nothing also, bad here. Walking like against the rain, we have Scott. Walking against the rain. Oh, like is coming, coming in, in from yeah, coming in from Ireland, I believe, right? Oh, very nice. Yeah, and that's um, for people. So I mean, very different film from Brooklyn Forty Five. Brooklyn Forty Five yeah. is kind of like Ted doing like a Quentin Tarantino uh, murder mystery kind of with a little bit of supernatural aspects going on to it. Walking against the rain is going to be more of like a down and out kind of uh, lo-fi Twenty Eight Days Later type zombie apocalypse film Very cool. where the people are worse than the monsters um, real cool monsters in there it's not zombies it is yeah it is monsters. creature um, creature oh, it looks like a first sh- round of shorts is on Friday as well yep yep um, gosh we've got so 60 many. shorts oh my God. Yeah. and that's the one thing I will say I know initially when I started hearing about panic fest a lot of it was built around the shorts we have five in-person blocks we have three online blocks and we have a new long form block which is over the 16 minutes we normally do they're all like 18 minutes there's three of them 
Um, but they're all, you know, the, the five in person are hybrid. So everything short wise you can watch online. If you have to make, you know, those tough decisions between Sisu and shorts, um, you can at least catch them online. We also have uh, Chrissy Fox has a short um, in the shorts one who uh, also has Barry the Bride, co-writer on that and also in it. Uh, but yeah, she's got one in that with her daughter called Hymns. Uh, it was kind of a late submission. Uh, so that that's something to look at. Izzy's got one in there with Meat Friend. Like, it's a great block. We got some really great. Well, this shorts. year we have a lot of people like you just mentioned Izzy, uh, Izzy Lee, who's had films at festival mm-hmm. who's never made it in. Has yeah. Scott made it in before? For Walking Scott in came in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, right, right. Actually, yep. First um, time he came in. It's, you're right. Yeah, uh, he had a premiere then too. And then and then let's go let's go to Saturday. So so again like there's no wrong way to do this. Mm-hmm. I would say do it based on if the movie sounds good, go to it. Do it. If you're like, "Oh, that's cool that the director's here, go to it." Yeah. And then um, if you're still on the fence, figure out your path of hybrid, I think. Yeah. Hybrid versus uh, in I will say only. I don't when is this coming out? Soon? Uh, on Friday. Okay, so yeah. um, that puts you a week out. I will say for the first time ever, <laughs> our our festival badges are actually fucking dwindling to where uh, I think we have end. less than 25. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And that's today. We're, we are four so days away from this releasing. Be gone by the time Maybe. This yeah. Yeah. We'll have some very, very limited walk-up tickets available. And those could be gone by then as well. And that's online be. and at box office, right? Yeah, until they're gone. But yeah. I mean, we're talking like or, very tiny quantities, yeah. like five tickets for Theater 2 and like 20 for Theater Ish. 1. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so if you don't have a pass, you can still see films, but just... Make sure that when they're yeah. on sale, when we announce them on social, to go to screenline.com to get them or to come to the box office and just get everything you want at once. But it is limited. So if you're not planning to buy a pass or you can't swing it this year, that's the time to do it. Tuesday, April 4th. So it'll be out yeah. by the time this is. But so doesn't, if you're doesn't listening hurt to this, pause it. Go buy any passes <laughs> yeah. you want. Go check. And if they're yeah, sure. sold out, you waited too long to listen to this in the future. And speaking of sold out, cult podcast, horror virgin podcast, both sold out. out. And yes. then you guys all have Game of Games and uh, Nightmare on Film Street happy hour. So just yeah. plug in that real quick. Oh, yeah, of course. For oh, no. sold out things. love to our podcast partners. So. Uh, but then on that uh, Saturday, that Saturday I'm already seeing one, and I'm so glad it's in Theater One. But uh, John Patton. Fucking Black Mole. Hell yes. yeah, I've been waiting for Patton's movie for a minute now. It's a and world premiere, and they're going to have like 12 people here, I think. Well, and so. if anyone knows John Patta, and talking about my favorite memory from 2020, when he and Patty Murphy met in the lobby, oh, yeah. it was incredible. But John Patta might be the most incredibly just positive and kind and decent human being I've ever met. And the fact that he actually thinks he likes us makes me feel better about myself. Like, he is that kind of human being. I know. I wish I could be an ounce of what John Patton is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unreal. Most Unreal. days, I'm like, oh, yeah. But I'm really looking forward to that one. There you go. That's Black That's a mold. 345 in Theater oh, 1. Oh, could we talk about um, Abertillo? Is that how you say it? Abertillo? Abruptio? Abruptio. Oh. This? Yeah, I've never, I've never, never said, said I've never said it out loud, but I know exactly Abruptio how to spell it. Is how it is because said. I've spelled it so many times Abruptio. on the website and everywhere else. We can talk about this fucking. Can TV. we talk about this movie? Because when this movie got submitted to us, I was like, "The fuck is this movie?" For with first of all, the cast. The cast is insane. It's got ro- so it's a voice. Okay, oh, wait, it's that- life size fucking puppets. Yes, They're like the latex boy. looking puppets. Everything in it is a puppet, and it's not like Muppets. It's like no, freakishly real, but also 
clearly fake. It's like life size puppets. In some point, so I like, love that. Over I was there, watching this. I'm like, writing down, going, maybe I should check this one. Out. I was like, and I can't get this out. I can't stop looking at this fucking movie. <laughs> right. You almost don't know what it's about for a little bit because you're just like fascinated by the puppets. It's so off-putting and like, but the but it's filmed in like the real world. I've never seen yeah. anything like this in my life. Like it, it took them six years or something to make I this. I think movie. it was even more, maybe longer than I don't know. So it took a long here, fucking time. Here's a little reference: uh, the voice talent, Sid Haig, is in it. R.I.P. Uh, Jordan Peele, Robert England, uh, the lead character who, is uh, Gene Marsters. Jim Marster, and then Hannah. James Marsters fucking Spike from yeah. Buffy? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the lead guy. Yeah. I'm forgetting a couple others, but I mean, that's that's enough <laughs> that's to be like, yeah. wow, that's insane. Um, and I also had, I, I bought this weird thing just for people to take photos with. It's a crazy cat lady to go with their demon cats. Yeah. Once you see that in person, you'll be like, that's basically what's in this movie. Oh boy. Is that crazy looking cat lady? Like the characters kind of look like that style. Yeah, it's oh a boy. weird it's fucking movie. Off putting for it's sure. It's cool though. I mean, it, it's it's a wi- it's a trippy ass weird ass. Fucking Is this another one? Where another edibles would be. Early? You have my you have my curiosity. <laughs> I don't even like Renfield bright colors. What like yeah. this one's another le- like they just might look human if you take yeah, edibles. They might be real, not puppets. But uh, I don't know. hey, you, you skipped over the first movie of the day, which is. One I really, I really liked the called Blue, Blue Hour, Hour. Um, and this movie is another Panic Fest alum, right? What, yes, what, uh, he did a short. Twelve, uh, al- two shorts. Oh right? shit! From short to feature, then. Yeah, Th- that's this fucking this rad. was this based on a short? You're thinking of uh, this is the Blue Hour, the disappearance, huh? Of Nick. Is that the movie's called? Breath. I'm forgetting how to say the last name on it, but yes, eleven, twelve, thirteen, or eleven. 12 13 yeah something like that yes yeah so it's it was a short to feature and if i recall he actually wasn't planning on making it a feature he had something else in mind daniel bowers is the director of it um and i was talking to him about it and it was before it was actually like locked and submitted to panic fest all this stuff because he had done the short and i got the short and put it on downright creepy on the midnight snacks like short collections that we started releasing panic fest alum short films on and that's how I was talking to him about it. And he's like, oh, I got this thing. I'll send it over for, you know, review purposes or whatever and maybe put it in Panic Fest. And, yeah, it's just like the expanded version of that into a feature that's an hour and 45 minutes. I think the short was like 13 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And it's kind of a trippy short, too, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it translates to that in in the blue hour. So what's yeah. cool though, it's, is the it's fact wild. I've yeah. seen filmmakers that have gone from shorts to features through panic. Like we had a decent amount. I'm not yeah. saying it necessarily happened because of panic, well, but, but we do have a decent amount. Symmetrical type. Yeah. 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 We've got a decent amount that screened here and then went on to do That's a feature, um, of the, of the film they screened here. So, so cool. it's always nice um, to see that. So right and early at 11 o'clock in the morning. It's a perfect one. So it's like yeah, really it makes, fucking polished, like true crime. It's like a Netflix true crime, the first 45 minutes. And then the characters find themselves like so far down the rabbit hole that they're the main characters of the, their own mystery they're solving. Right. Really cool. Um, and closer and more like sci-fi, but really cool. Um, other highlights in this day, uh, Laced is a solid little thriller, like a pressure cooker for thriller inside of a cabin with a couple people. The wife's going to murder her husband, and all sorts of weird shit goes wrong. Uh, Birth Rebirth uh, is the best movie I saw at Sundance this year, and oh. I was like, got to show that fucking movie. It's 
quite fucking mind blowing. Uh, but that's playing opposite of Ted and Barbara and I Joe. Love we are still here though. The From Beyond brand new 4K director's cut from Vinegar Syndrome and is we playing. We actually just did a commentary on that back in January, so that mm-hmm. movie is still very fresh, fresh. on our minds as well. Um, and then we have, uh, so they're all here do, doing like a double feature from Beyond. We are still here with like all sorts of crazy shit happening in there. Um, and then we, at the ten, to cap the night off, we have two very different films. <laughs> we have Spider One returning. He yes. filmed this movie like ten days after he was here at Panic Fest, premiering his last year's movie Allegoria. I like Allegoria. That uh, was a world this premiere. Movie, this is another world premiere. Another so world he, premiere he's uh, only world premiering his feature anime, films. Yeah. At Panic Fest exclusively at this point. He's becoming a Joe Lynch feature. I was going to say, like, some people, some people, you know, they find themselves just in the machine with us. And we (laughs) get the ones who are not, you know, it's like, uh. well, John Pat has one. Like, he's been in and out with, he's had a short year. He's had, yeah, he's dead weight. Other films or produced some stuff. It wasn't even Panic. It was just like before Panic, Dead Weight was here. That's so cool. Yeah, the, the, I mean, Spider and Chrissy are fantastic, too. Yeah. If you get a chance to talk to them, I mean, they're, down to earth, they'll well, chat. Well, and they're bringing, and they're bringing Chaz Bono and uh, Scout Taylor Compton alongside, and then the, for that crazy, crazy fucking ride to end your Saturday night. And if you're like, I don't like any of those people, that movie sounds not my thing. And you like, <laughs> you want to see an '80s slasher oh, movie, yes. Part Five, because that's how you get it first. Third Saturday in October, Part Five. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> later on we'll have Third Saturday in October, Part One. You got to watch uh, Part Five first. This though. is the director's recommended viewing order. Uh, but th- this is a lot of films have tried and failed. This is, I think, this year that that may be one of the themes. We had a lot of movies that are like '80s themed. Yeah, this true. is the best version of all those. It's truly authentic feeling. It fits right in line with those in a real way, not a way that's just trying to copy what's come before. No, that, that's one I you have mentioned before. That's a, that's a toughie. I might have to virtually on one of those because I kind of want to see the bury the bride with everyone in there. Me so. too. Yeah. yeah, and Elliot Riot Fox. Her daughter, who will also be in attendance, yeah. I would assume, even though that's a late screening, yeah. is in Hymns in the short block in the one. Shorts? So she will also be with them. That's not in that movie. Not, cool, not in Bury the Bride. How but, cool, though, to be involved yeah. with that. I know. That's I mean, so rad. wish my parents were that cool. Right? Um, yeah, yeah it's same. It's a family thing. It's then family we have karaoke you know, afterwards, and we'll be getting hammered. We all sleep in a little bit. Then we go down to... Uh, I don't know anybody. Actually, Adam and I just sleep in the bar now. Yeah, in the bar? Yeah, There's couches down there. So. I, wonder, um, I wonder if, if I'm going to do any karaoke. I, I don't know. I'm not much of a character. I'm going to do some Power Man 5000, probably. <laughs> I will ask again if he will give us he, did, he didn't do it last time. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening. Sunday, uh, April 16th, uh, we kick off every year the last couple of years with our filmmaker brunch at Chicken and Pickle. Up the street from the theater. This year, we're going to be in their private airspace upstairs because we've grown too big. Cool. So we'll have a big space up there. Um, but it's 1030 to 1230. We have some breakfast cocktails. We're all hungover. We eat some food. And hopefully the weather's great. Um, but this day is fucking crazy. I don't know. This day's got a lot of independent films, a lot of premieres. Um, I'll just throw out a couple, but again, there's all these are quite good. Uh, the first movie I watched of the entire submissions was this movie called Invoking Yell from Chile. Mm-hmm. And it is fucking awesome. It's a found footage movie set in the 90s about three girls in a black metal band going to a, a place where a murder happened to film their next music video. That's all you fucking need to know, and it's awesome. Their cool. band is called Invoking Yell. <laughs> um... Baby Blue is uh, the world premiere of this film, film from XYZ. This movie is found footage movie as well, uh, but this is very different. This follows some kind of pranks, prank YouTube, Instagram people that are failing. They get fired from like a 
a big conglomerate like uh, Vice or something like that, and they're they're told like, hey, maybe find something cool like true crimey because that's what's the rage these days. Onion of the belt. But what they find is like kind of like a version of the Elisa Lamb story in the elevator. If you remember the, the oh, girl yeah. who disappeared, yeah. it's yeah. kind of like that. Pretty it's creepy. like the ring kind of yeah. curse. Ah, okay. Very fucking cool. And then we end the night with this movie called Moon Garden, which is a pure fantasy film, and it's fucking rad as hell. It's incredible. Pure fantasy? Cin- cinematography in there. Like, and uh, cinematographer in Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so I'm sure he'll be in attendance for yep. that. We got What's the once in future smash? Uh, okay, listen. <laughs> the Greasy Strangler. Have you seen that? Yeah. Uh, that fellow's in it. So. Oh. <laughs> so this is a double feature. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. This is a double yeah, feature. Yeah, uh, that's another one where you got to set it up. Like There's a documentary called The Once and Future Smash. It is a documentary about this lost film from the 70s called End Zone 2. So that's it. You're going right. to watch the documentary, then you're going to watch the lost film recovered End Zone 2 back to back. Whoa. That's funky and uh it <laughs> two is two hours 25 minutes too quite, so you get them both in that time yeah frame. it's a, they're both a nice tight double feature yeah two and a half hours and the filmmakers are going to be here as well yep uh monday ah monday that there's one of those that i've been looking for because it's got mike mendez Gigi saul guerrero uh, yeah yeah satanic, satanic hispanics, hispanics. Yeah. and eduardo <laughs> By the way, <laughs> sold. sold. This is nothing but bangers. We got the A24 film Medusa Deluxe, which is kind of like it's all one shot. It's uh, takes place in a hair salon, and there's a murder mystery. It's one shot, all one take. Yep. Really, yeah. it's fucking wild. Oh, one so it's like cut the, the of the ru- dead, <laughs> the Russian arc of horror. That's pretty rad. Uh, then we got Satanic Hispanics, which you just mentioned. Oh. Uh, it's a movie with a lot of people who've been in in and around yes. Panic Fest for a number of years, and that's an anthology film. Um, and you got part one of First Saturday <laughs> or First. Third Saturday in October. Look at this. this Jeez, Louise. Pot's part one. So, again, if you saw and part, hey, if you don't see part five, you're going to be lost with part one. Potentially. Yeah. Megalomaniac is uh, the closest to like a Gaspar Noel film of this whole thing, and oh, it's going to fucking ruin you. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> so there's that grass team Medusa Deluxe that time. Yeah, I'll be tearing <laughs> that one up there. <laughs> um, Tuesday, we got... Uh, starting off with the documentary, the Stephen King documentary, King on the Screen. Ooh. I saw that at Fantastic Fest a while back. It's a lot of fun. I mean, if you're just a fan of Stephen King, it kind of wax poetic. Yeah. Um, and you hear from you know a lot of directors that were influenced by him or did the films, so you get a lot of insight. King himself is not in it. He actually declined, which is perfectly... I think it actually makes it better, because sure. you hear all these perspectives from people that worked with him or Appreciate that are fans. Yeah. and. You get stories about, you know, Stephen Keen will sell rights to his film to student filmmakers for a dollar just to see, I think, how they can bring those stories to life in different ways. So So it's I I think it's a really fun documentary. National treasures that I don't think we as much as we appreciate him. I don't think we appreciate him. No, yeah. when he's gone, it's going to be because he's a just tragedy. Been, this is yeah. voice of reason for genre and just for a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. God love you. Well, this is thing. a celebration of him from various, uh, as you said, various nice. perspectives. Yes. Uh, if I remember correct, this is a slightly different cut than you saw. Um, uh, Could have been because that was. I think uh, it was a pretty early. October, cut. Yeah. September, yeah. Um, we have uh, uh, Beaten to Death, which is the technically they're saying world premiere because it only played one time uh, as like a test kind of <laughs> in audience. In front of 100 people yeah. in Australia. But it's a uh, welcome villain film. Um, oh. So, yeah. Going to check it out. Yep. It's and then, a brutal film, too. <laughs> it's a brutal 92 minutes. Brutal. And then Origin of Evil, uh, that's coming from IFC. That played, I think it's only played a couple places. If I recall, it's French. Um, yeah. 
and I don't. This was one I watched a long time ago. It's kind of it's not fantasy, but it's got like it's more fun than you're probably gonna imagine it's gonna be. Certainly more fun than the lo-fi awesome film Mother May I, <laughs> um, starring Kyle Gallner. Oh, Kyle yeah. Gallner! Oh, yeah. Everyone loves Kyle Gallner. He, I, I know. <laughs> I just I watched Red Eye for the first time, and he yeah. shows up in the airplane <laughs> as just one of the random kids. It's funny he retweeted it today and there was immediately people being like if you're there I'll buy a ticket and I'll and I'll like oh maybe we yeah, should get him Kyle, here if you're here just I'll come buy, over yeah, no. I'll buy a ticket also <laughs> in uh Panic Alarm film Smile from Parker Finn who did uh uh well, I'm thinking of the short that he did here what oh Parker Finn short was it the short that like no 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 Smile okay. Smile okay. Was, he's only done two shorts but anyway it's complete tangent but uh, Kyle was in that Mother May I is written by the guy who wrote a film that was here in 2020 called See? Porno oh, oh yeah oh no so do we have this no could be more different no dong. this is a very dong Mother like, May I it's not that kind of show Panic Fest I remember what was it, one Panic Fest where every other movie was dong. It was that 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 was that. Week. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta bring out the gong dong for this. Genius is on a certain site that has the word hub in it. Type in Mother May I. That's may not I the same I? film. Um, what do we got? Then, step, uh, no, that's Stepmother <laughs> May listen, I. What's that? <laughs> Adam's like, can we get to Wednesday? <laughs> um, <laughs> awkward silence, a little bit. Awkward can't. snort silence. <laughs> What Wednesday. Do we got, what do we got Wednesday? So Wednesday Local is film. our closing night movie. Yeah. Movies. Movies. So we have uh, another documentary. This is about the one and only Robert England. Uh, this is called Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares. It's a documentary all about his career and the impact of him on Hollywood. Can we just talk about how close we came <sighs> to getting Robert England here this year? I don't want to talk about that. Okay. It was very close, guys. I remember. I'll leave it at that. There's always no It was like a 90% chance, but it just didn't work out. It's okay. It's fine. He will lament it later. (laughs) It's his life story. Um, Yes, but opposite of that is this crazy fucking movie that I must highlight of the whole fest. And the reason, one of the reasons you should stay to the very end of the fest. This movie was made 10 years ago. It's a local film from Kansas City. Uh, it's taken a long road to get to this point. It just had its premiere a few you know, days ago at the Kansas City Film Fest. Um, but Kick Me is what it's called. This is like the most sure-handed debut film I've seen from a filmmaker in a very long time. Uh, especially, it's insane that this movie took this long to make and it turned out as good as it did. It feels like watching um, uh, the, the uh, uh, Jody Hill's The Foot Fist Way, if you ever mm-hmm. saw that. It's such a... Got this bizarre tone that you can't imagine it was made ten years ago because it feels so today than you could ever imagine. Like so, it's very like David Gordon Green kind of t- weird, like off putting in a way. Yeah, like absurdist mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. movie about a guidance counselor who decides to finally, after putting uh, uh, his ki- this this student of his off forever, will will against all odds go to this fucking karate. Uh, 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 class mm-hmm. that his, his kid's been begging him to go for it because he apparently has like this renowned high kick this guy's concert whatever <laughs> and uh, he tells his wife his wife's pissed and he's, he's she's like he's like don't worry it's only a 30 minute class or whatever I'll make it to our daughter's recital and she's like cool just don't be late and he's like What's the worst that How can, can I be wrong now? And this is really about the trials and tribulations <laughs> about how fucking insane Kansas City, Kansas is. Uh, it's about the dot? It's all about <laughs> Casey K specifically. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Nine one three till a D I E. When I first looked at the stills from this too, I I was like, that? it feels like a Adult Swim 
Oh, vibe. Adult Swim is not. But it is. It is just like one crazy night. One thing leads another. Bad decisions. Chaos. Ultra. You know, weird violence. Weird absurdity. It's not horror or, or really <laughs> genre, but it is wacky and weird and kind of has it more in common with something fest. like Low Life. Oh, yeah. Which, was, Life, yes. which, which, if you remember, in 2018, I think, won Best of Fest. 19, yeah. yeah. Was, Low yeah. Life was wonderful. Life uh, was so don't shit. miss this fucking movie. It's only in person, uh, and the filmmakers will be here. Um, cool. Then closing the night out, we have a film called Eight Found Dead. This one's uh, LA's Scream Fest in October. Also um, filmmakers in person. Yep. Awesome. This movie is, uh, is about a couple... I think two couples uh, that end up going to like this Airbnb. getaway in, in like the middle of nowhere, and they find out that somebody else is there. So we've seen these setups before. I would say this one is a little bit different than you've seen ever. It's a little bit. Uh, it's not barbarian. It's not barbarian. <laughs> uh, and then finally, we have a, a very weird movie uh, called uh, The Elderly, and this movie is kill old people. <laughs> kind of. Uh, it is uh, It is about uh, an old man's wife who kills herself, and he has dementia and oh. believes there are paranormal events happening around him. Oh. And this movie is bizarre. It's, it is uh, the filmmakers uh, behind I'm, this did I'm a movie. Sad. Just listen to the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. about it. Yeah. Uh, these the, they did a film last year, which was one of my favorites. We showed, which I maybe was closing night last year, called Passenger. The Passenger. Oh. I actually did not know that. I learned something new. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was called The Passenger. Let me look. Yeah, that's, we that's, did screen The Passenger. I just didn't realize it was the same. That's a pretty people. tough way to, to end the fest there. Between <laughs> yeah. the absurdity and then just yeah. the, oh, Lord. Yeah. That's yeah. intense looking. That so, cat is dope, dude. Yeah, that, that is uh, that cat that, is oh, yeah. slick. That's the whole in-person fest. And there, there's, like I said, so many more there's, I think, 11 exclusives online. There's our, We added a new category this year online called Long Form Shorts. Um, and then we have two extra categories of shorts just for online. And if you want to check out hybrid in theater only and virtual, you can just go to panicfilmfest.com, click on schedule, and then you'll get the full list of yep. everything there. So you can kind of plan, you know, your Google sheet, your your spreadsheet out. Um, Save a spot at Sunday at 1 o'clock. Just based, saying. Yeah, based on your schedule. Just and then saying, 1 o'clock. Kind of check them out. Over. Well, and th- let me just say this. For every filmmaker that is putting something out, everyone that worked on the films, the shorts, it's it's an, it's a miracle that these things get made. So to be able to see it, you know, on the big screen with a crowd, congratulations to everyone involved mm-hmm. yeah. on the Panic Fest side. Because I, it's you know, for film fans like like I'm not a critic, I'm not a wannabe filmmaker. I'm just a fan, and this is just pure Nirvana. Fucking for me. Christmas! It is. <laughs> it's Christmas in April. It's, and I, I should bring up as we went through the schedule too. The in-person fest is April 13th through the 19th at Screenland. Mm-hmm. The virtual fart fart. Uh, the virtual part virtual fart <laughs> kicks off April 14th through the 23rd. So see everything you can through the 19th at Screenland. You can continue it at home through the 23rd on Eventive, uh, and you can still hang out with everybody if you get on Gather. So plenty of stuff to do for the entire entire fest. Now, I'm beyond looking forward to this, and I know Genius and myself and another of other folks are going to be you know doing some of the Q and A. So my apologies if you can't stand us. Yeah. We'll keep it as short as possible. <laughs> uh, but we oh you have to because the limit is twelve minutes and thirty eight seconds. Oh wow! Yeah, so as soon as you get time. on, I'll be like giving you a ten minute sign. You'll see like, the flashlight in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, well, I'm Greg. We really sincerely though we always appreciate you all again letting us to contribute to this mm-hmm. and helping out wherever we can. It's always like I said, my favorite time is usually that morning. When everything's still the calm closed, before the storm, the coffees, we're drinking coffee, yeah. we're all running around, planning everything. There's something 
kind of magical. magical. It really yeah. is. Well, it feels like you're about to have the biggest house party, and and, and like <laughs> yeah. all the cool people are coming. Yeah. And you're like, everything's got to be perfect because all the cool people are that's coming. That's why we're glad that you let us in on like the ground floor of this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we can hang out with cool people. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's Greg and I saying to mom, like, can we put tape on the wall to hang the banners up every year? My, Which I'm going to ask you. Like, I'm going to ask you right now. Can, yeah, we, can say, we put tape I'm on the say, wall? I'm going to say, if it's masking tape, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or I'm like, can we use the 3M stickies? Yeah, I know. Every year. Can we go down to CVS real quick and pick some oh up? My God. Hey, year? I got a stapler. Should we it's use the house it? Party. Yeah. Adam said no, <laughs> but Adam's not here. <laughs> it's, the Joe, it's the Joe Lynch strategy of like, Adam said no, but Tim said yes. So. Oh, my God. So it must happen. Yeah. It's well, thank anyway. you guys so much yeah, for, thank for you. everything you do. Yeah. Uh, Super helpful. Spending four hours here on this podcast, everybody <laughs> listening for everything you do. Yeah, no, well, that's five people out there, so it's uh, uh, not true. We appreciate those five listeners. No, but and sincerely, congratulations on how this has evolved. Yeah, how it's continuing to grow and evolve, and, and it gets better and better every year. Yeah, it's. I I just hope it maintains the intimacy. Oh, it will, and just <laughs> yeah, and just how. How not small, but just how Fun. cozy it is. Yeah, it's, it yeah. feels very Midwest. Yeah, because uh, we're not. It's not enormous and e- big, gigantic like yeah. South by. Everybody's cool, drama free. I mean, there's no like people getting into fights and shit. Out <laughs> yeah. and now this is the this is the year it happens, genius. And it's gonna be me. <laughs> It'll be- like, and ladies and gentlemen, our special guest, Ari Aster, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm over the- there. Hold my glasses, Greg. Hold my glasses. Does anybody have any questions for Ari? Yes, <laughs> I do. Right fucking here. I got one big question. The surprise screening is Bo is afraid. Oh, God. <laughs> and then you hear me go, God damn it. And I just- <laughs> he walks out. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to Evil Dead. Oh, and I will say, one of my main... Regrets in life was not being around for that Midsommar q afterwards <laughs> where Adam kind of had to try to reel genius in. But uh, it was hilarious because Adam's like, wasn't that movie great? And I go, fucking that movie was terrible. And, we're like, and we talked for about a good, what was it, Adam, about a good 45 minutes? We went somewhere else and talked. Somewhere else to talk about and debate in this movie. Yeah, so <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> well, hopefully all of you out there will be seeing many a film, short, and uh, podcast and making more memories. Sunday, 1 o'clock. Sunday, 1 o'clock. <laughs> game of games. Do. Sunday, 1 o'clock. Well, let's just say uh, the time, game of games, kids. all 80s, all 80s. And if you show up, you're in view, participate, you're going to walk away with something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, final thoughts on Panic Film Fest, gentlemen? Uh, be there, be square. There it is. Yeah, get get your tickets yeah. as soon as you can because they're, they're running out. They, they are fast. Now, that being said, uh, here for the remainder of the month of April. Oh, April's going to be the shit. We're going off brand, uh, going outside of genre, and I will say next week episode. Next week's episode. Next week's episode. You get to drink from the fire hose. Yes. <laughs> so what are we going to be uh, taking in? You'll have to tune in to find out. So until that time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee, and we'll see you in your dreams. Motherfucking panic fest. <laughs> Are you ready to see some movies? Do you want to see some genre film festivals? Then head on down to ScreenlandOnline.com and pick up your Panty Fest tickets now. Be there, do it, or I'm coming to get you.